Welcome to Beyond Our Focus. I'm Stefan. This is Amanda, and this is Let's Palaver for a day of the month. <laughs> for Monday, November. What was the last one? God, you have a phone. Friday. Okay, so uh, you have, I'm sorry. Just check the date. We 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 did prop. We're terrible people. We should know. I could at least try to go a week after the last one, but I don't remember what the last one was, so... It was the 19th, remember? 19th. Oh, yeah! So it's the, it's the 26th. It's the, yes. If you I couldn't remember, math? Well, I didn't remember what day it was. I forgot the 19th. I could totally math. I can't math. All right, it is November 26th on a Monday. I can't, do, I can't remember things, but I can math. Oh my god. Oh, it, this is a podcast about the Dark Tower series. Uh, we're going over the drawing of the three, book two of the Dark Tower. It is technically <laughs> chapter six this time, the first shuffle. So, shuffle. We'll get through. I'm pretty sure. I this think is so. the worst. Okay, this is terrible the, intro. This isn't the worst intro we've had, but. We made it through. Somehow, I don't know how it happened, but we did. I think the worst intro we've had is when you intro to a show that's not even... I tr- okay, things happen. It's instinct sometimes. I did it for like a year and a half, two years or something. Natural. <laughs> and then you've outroed pretty badly before, too. There's been some bad outros. That'd be okay. alright. Shuffle. Shuffle. Good old Shuffle. Yeah, right. So, I was horrible and don't have any notes for this one, so I'm just going to have to remember as we go along. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 I did read it. Or die. Right, my first note was just the bottom of, or almost the bottom of the first page. It just says, get well or die. Uh, it was less than a week, Eddie said. That's all I know for sure. How do you know that? A, wor- a week's worth of pills was all I had to give you. After that, you were going to have to do the one thing or the other on your own. Get well or die, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was... I mean, you would thought he would grab as much as possible. It was kind of a heated moment. You gotta, you gotta grab what you grab. Yeah, yeah, but still... He was kind of more worried about getting Eddie back through and... I uh, just I feel like for how... Eddie was On death's of- doorstep, Roland was, I feel like he would need more than a week's worth of pills. Personally. It's Roland, though. It's Roland. Roland has, like, some secret gunslinger super healing powers. Gunslinger, huh? Yeah. Secret gunslinger. Slinger. Slinger. Yeah. Slinger. Woo. That and some Raymond. <laughs> All right. Moving forward a little bit further. <laughs> Sorry. I, I'm not accustomed to the southern ways. Are you not? You're, you're getting that drawl on you. Sorry, that just... <laughs> anyway. Yes. I think we're moving forward. Pretty much. So how this chapter, chapter-ish, works is that it's a montage. Pretty much, he's kind of viewing what's going on in his head as someone shuffling cards. So it's like, when it's kind of like when you're sick... And you kind of wake up and you don't really know what day it is or anything. And then you kind of doze off again and then you wake up later. 
and you're like, how much time has passed? I don't really know. You just kind of pick up on things you hear and see. You maybe move, get something to eat. Otherwise, you just pass right out again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... Days and time is just, just, just fades and you don't know what's going on. And... Yeah. So that's pretty much how this works. And in between each thing is a shuffle. So someone's shuffling the cards. And it's interesting how these go. Because the sentence doesn't even end. And it says, shuffle. And into another one. And it's just, it's weird how they play with it. It's, it's very interesting. I like it. It kind of reminds me of the Cinemark commercial. Anyone... Which one? Any, <laughs> anyone out there who goes to the Cinemark movie theaters, or they have a Coca-Cola commercial where it's one person... Oh, the, yes, one person starts saying something, and their sentence literally ends by bringing up the next person's things. Like One of my favorite Coca-Cola commercials. I actually like how they do it. Yes. It's pretty much like, oh, this movie is this... This couple finds out they're sitting on the largest deposit of, and then someone's like, nacho cheese, and does their thing. Best condiment ever. Yes. Yes, yes. I very much enjoy that particular commercial. Yes. Like I said, it's actually a pretty little catchy little commercial. I, I like that a lot. So yeah, that, that's kind of how this one is written. So he, at the end of that, he kind of passes out again. There's a shuffle, and he wakes up to hearing a gunshot. Yep. There's a gunshot in the twilight draws down to dark. A dry crack. Kablam! He smells a whiff of gunpowder. <laughs> uh, oh no. It's the... Uh, oh yeah. Uh, uh, the gunslinger thinks weakly and uh, gropes for his revolvers that aren't there. Oh no. It's the end. It's... But there's no more. As something starts to smell... Shuffle. shuffle. Good in the dark. So... He thinks, oh my god, I just died. And then, next thing you know, he smells something cooking. And if this was, you know, a Walking Dead episode, it'd be someone's lake. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. There's something after all along the dark, blah, blah, blah. Cooking, a smell, here. And good old Eddie has taken upon himself to kind of feed Roland, help yeah. Roland. Because was if TB, I put her here saying, oh god, I'm hungry. Yeah, my god, I'm hungry. If I'm hungry, maybe I'm getting well. Uh, Eddie, he tries to say, but his voice is all gone. His throat hurts. Hurts so bad. We should have brought some Aston too, he thinks. And then tries to laugh. All the drugs for him, none for Eddie. Mm. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he says, uh, he, uh, Eddie appears. He's got a tin plate. One the gunslinger would know anywhere. It came, after all, from his own purse. Uh, on it are steaming chunks of whitish pink meat. What he tries to ask, and nothing comes out but a squeaky little farting sound. <laughs> Eddie reads the lips and says, I don't know, he says crossly. All I know is it didn't kill me. Eat it. Uh, I see blah, blah, blah. Uh, blah, blah, blah. He feeds you his throat. Uh, Pretty much, uh, yeah, he... He feeds him, and then it's like, I don't know why I'm feeding you. I ought to kill you. I would if I didn't think that it, you could get through into my world once. Maybe you could do it again. Eddie looks around. And if it wasn't that, I'd be alone, except for them. And then <laughs> Roland kind of noticed, oh yeah, the, the lobstrosities are still there. Yeah. The gunslinger eats. 
the meat is more than not bad. The meat is delicious. He manages three pieces and then everything blurs into a new shuffle. Effort to speak. But all he can do is whisper. And so he pretty much is trying to tell Eddie that they need to go north. North. Eddie wants to know how he knows this. And he just knows. So Eddie starts getting pissed off. He's like, you're crazy. But he's still giving rolling his pills, feeding yeah. him, giving him water. So, uh, pretty much, so he tries to just kind of give him his, give him his pills, feed him, and then just kind of wa- wants to leave. And Roland gives this him look, his this look that says, "You stay right here and listen to me. Like, come closer to me. I'm telling you something." And all he says is this. It says, Roland draws him close, so close he can smell the stink of Eddie's sickness, and Eddie can smell the stink of his. The combination sickens and compels them both. Only two choices here, Roland whispers. Don't know how it is in your world, but only two choices here. Stand and maybe live, or die on your knees with your head down and the stink of your own armpits in your nose. Nothing, he hacks out a cough. Nothing to me. And, of course, Eddie goes off. (laughs) Who are you, Eddie? Screams at him. Your destiny, Eddie. The gunslinger whispers. Yes, and why don't you just die? (laughs) And he goes off again. Yep, before he floats off as the cards shuffle. Kablam! Well, opens his eyes and a billion stars wilt through the blackness, then closes them again. He doesn't know what's going on, but he thinks everything's okay. The deck's... Still moving. The cards still shuffle. Shuffle, shuffle. So they're still eating this meat. And then... Oh, there we go. That's that's the one I've been waiting for. (laughs) They're getting closer? (laughs) Yeah, suddenly, in an utter blast of horror, Roland realizes what the whitish-pink chunks of meat Eddie has been feeding him. Have been. He cannot speak. Revulsion. Robs him of what little voice the man aged to get back. But he sees everything he wants on his face. What did you think I was doing? He nearly snarled. Calling Red Lobster for takeout? They're poison. Eddie. I mean, Eddie. Roland whispers. That's why. Yeah, that's why. Well, a whole bunch of stuff. Or they combat. What I'm trying to keep you from being, Roland, my friend, is or divorce. I can't say. As far as poison goes, rattlesnakes are poison, but people ate them. Hors duh. God. Uh, rattlesnakes taste real good, like chicken. So yeah, Eddie's just been every night <laughs> killing a lobster, a lobstrosity, bring it on up, cook it really good. Yeah. All right, buddy. And he thinks that they're starting to catch on because they said he said all for eating, but not too big on getting eaten. Yeah, yeah, they're not happy about this getting eaten thing. <laughs> but he says, I love how it's like, uh, Roland chose a flash of spirit, Eddie cries. Maybe he ain't gonna die after all, darling. I think that's marvelous. Mm. And then Eddie kind of softens. He's like, live, Roland says. The husk has become a whisper again. The fish hooks are returning to his throat. Yeah. And he looks at him, then nods and answers his own question. Yeah, 
I think you mean to. Once I thought you were going, and once I thought you were gone. Now it looks like you're going to get better. The antibiotics are helping, I guess. But mostly I think you're hauling yourself up. What for? Why do you keep trying so hard to keep alive on this scuzzy beach? Tower. <laughs> he mouths because now he can't even manage a husk. You and your tower, Eddie says. Starts to turn away and then turns back, surprised, as Roland's hand clamps on his arm like a manacle. And then, of course, <laughs> Roland's like, north, north, north. We have to go north. We have to go forth. I just, uh, how do you know? I just know. So why do you waste time and energy asking me foolish questions? He wants to reply, but before he can, the cards shuffle. Being dragged along, bounced and bumped, his head lolling helplessly from one side to the other. Of course. <laughs> of it's your favorite thing. Of course. Eddie Ding singing a song which is so widely familiar, he at first believes this must be a delirium dream. Hey, Jude. Uh, don't make it bad. Take a sad song and make it better. Where did you hear that, he wants to ask. Did you hear it from me singing it, Eddie? And where are we? But before he can ask anything, shuffle. I love how it, the next one is just Court would bash the kid's head if he saw that contraption. But then, you know, he realizes that Court would probably actually commend him because he tried instead of just sitting there. Yeah, he made like a stretcher. He took twigs and branches and then put uh, Roland's... Um... Pretty much everything. Like any anything that could be used to hold something together, he took. He took his shoelaces. Uh, the rawhide out of his hat. Yeah, he took Whoa. everything. There's the first time. I have to say, this is the hat. first time they ever mention a hat. Ever. And this is, like, we were always wondering why on, like, you see him. Every book. In every book, you see him with a, the gunslinger, you know, hat on. Yet, <laughs> they never mentioned it. And now, it's just, yep, even the rawhide thong from the gunslinger's hat. The only time they mention this hat. But uh, he uh, was supposed to be the lookout for the lobstrosities as they little as they chugged along, and then, <laughs> of course, Eddie brings out his personality again. He's just like, "Dinner will soon be served, Master." Eddie says, "You have your choice: fillet of creepy crawler or fillet of creepy crawler. Which strikes your fancy, Master?" I don't understand you. Uh, the gunslinger said. Sure you do, Eddie said. You just don't have any sense of humor. What happened to it? Shot off in one of one war or another, I guess. Eddie smiled at that. You look and sound a little more alive tonight, Roland. I am, I think. And he's... <laughs> well, maybe you can walk a little bit. Yeah. Because I'm really tired of dragging you around. And then that's when he kind of just, he, Eddie starts to really kind of just break through the barrier of, you know, hating Roland for bringing him here. A lot of his, you know, shaking and stuff has kind of stopped. He's mellowed out a bit and he's actually reflecting on life and everything else. Yep, good old Eddie over here. Uh, confesses that he tried to... I uh, really considered killing himself. Yeah. With Roland's gun. 
What yeah, well, stopped you from pulling the trigger? Well, this is the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Eddie, yeah, Eddie's response is a little... That's the only pair of pants I've got. And if I fire, and it misfires, and I crap these pants, <laughs> I'm going to live with that stink. Yeah. Because I know I won't be able to do it again. You have to wash them right away, or you live with the stink forever. Henry told me that. He said he learned it in Nam. Get on. Nighttime and Lester the Lobster. <laughs> Without, not to mention all his friends. Uh, but the gunslinger is laughing. Laughing hard. Although only an occasional crack sound actually creeps through his lips. Smiling a little himself, Eddie says, I think maybe you got your sense of humor shot off up to the elbow in the war. He gets up, meaning to go up to the slope where he and... Where there will be fuel for fire, Roland supposes. Wait, he whispers, and Eddie looks at him. Why? Really? I guess because you needed me. If I'd killed myself, you would have died. Later on, after you're really on your feet again, I may, like, re-examine my options. He looked around, sighing deeply. There may be a Disneyland or Coney Island somewhere in your world, Roland. But what I've seen so far, or of it so far, I really, it, whatever, really doesn't inter- interest me much. I can't read that book, but anyway. But yeah, so he pretty much goes to walk away and then kind of stops and is like, Sometimes you really don't understand me, do you? No, the gunslinger whispers. Sometimes I don't. And it says, no. there are people who need people to need them. The reason you don't understand is because you're not one of those people. You'd use me and then toss me away like a paper bag if that's what it came down to. You're just smart enough so it would hurt you to do that. And just hard enough so you'd go ahead and do it anyway. You wouldn't be able to help yourself. If I was lying on the beach there and screaming for help, you'd walk over me if I was between you and your tower. Isn't that pretty much close to the truth? Roland says nothing, only watches Eddie. But not everyone is like that. There are people who need people to need them. Like the Barbara Streisand song. Corny, but true. It's just another way of being hooked through the bag. Eddie gazes at him. But when it comes to that, you're clean, aren't you? Roland watches him. Except for your tower. Eddie utters a short laugh. You're a tower junkie, Roland. Which war was it? Roland whispers. What? The one where you got your sense of nobility and purpose shot off. (laughs) Eddie recoils as if Roland has reached out and slapped him. I'm going to get some water, he says shortly. Keep an eye on the creepy crawlers. He turns away then, but not before Roland has seen the last red rays of sunset reflected on his wet cheeks. So yeah, Roland... Roland hit a nerve. <laughs> oh, he did. Oh, Roland. Roland. And he would. That's the thing is, he would. Oh, yeah. We know Roland we, well enough at this point. We know that's exactly what he would do. This entire book is proof. Yes. <laughs> the well, first one. He will the sacrifice very first book. anything. For his tower. Anything. He already has. He really has. And Eddie would be no exception. Mm, Roland. Oh, yeah. And the next day, Roland's feeling a whole lot better. Oh, yeah. 
Well, it's back up and moving again. He walks. First it was he walks and then he gets pulled and then he walks and then he gets pulled. And now he's walking more than getting pulled and now he's just walking. And his lines have gone away and Roland's actually doing pretty darn well. And Eddie has decided it's now time to do a little sharing. Yep. A little bit sharing. And that is like, it's a lot of the next yeah. several pages is Eddie's sharing about Eddie's past. Yes. Uh, him and Henry. Yes. I don't even know how you want to go about that. There's a whole lot. I didn't take very many notes. Yeah. Pretty much it was in, in the general sense that... Like that it talks about their mom first. Yeah, my next real note ain't for like four or five pages, so... Yeah. Pretty much the first story is just like their mom not wanting them to turn out like their sister who had gotten hit by a car. Yeah, so she's overly protective. Yeah. And um, then... At one point, Henry tries to run away with Eddie. And... And he cries the whole way. Yeah. Eddie doesn't want to do it. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And they pass the cop. He says, did he see us? And Eddie's like, yeah. Even though he doesn't know. He doesn't... He, he didn't. He knows he yeah. didn't. He knows that he didn't, and Henry pulls over because it was a stolen car. Yes, they stole the car. (laughs) And then walked all the way back home. Yes. And then when their mother kissed Henry and beamed at Eddie, she asked him if he didn't have the bestest big brother in the world. Eddie agreed with her. This was honest agreement, too. He thought he did. Because when they got home, she asked, well, why are you guys all huffing and puffing? And they're like, we were playing basketball. Yeah, pretty much. And then... He was as scared as I was that day, Eddie told Roland. Scared her, really, because he thought that cops saw us, and I knew he didn't. That's why he ran. But he came back. That's the important part. He came back. Roland said nothing. You see that, don't you? Eddie was looking at Roland with harsh, questioning eyes. I see. He was always scared, but he always came back. Roland thought it would have been better for Eddie, maybe better for both of them in the long run, if Henry had just keep showing his heels that day. Mm-hmm. People like Henry always came back because people like Henry did know how to use. First they changed trust into need, then they changed need into a drug, and once that was done, they... What was Eddie's word for it? Push. Yes. They pushed it. And then he went to bed. <laughs> I get more stories, and... Henry, Henry, Henry. Henry... And Henry never did anything with his life, because he had to take care of Eddie... But not really. It was just a good, convenient excuse. Well, he didn't play basketball because he didn't have time to stay after school. Had nothing to do that Henry wasn't coordinated, didn't have any athletic skill, and was real thin and everything. No, it's because he had to take care of Henry. I mean, because he had to take care of Eddie. Oh, and he didn't study and wasn't supposed to, even though he was supposed to be, because well, he had to take care of Eddie. That mattered that the only thing they really did was watch TV and wrestled. But no, no, no. He had to take care of Eddie. So... He got sent to Nam, came back from Nam, their mother had died, and Eddie caught him with coke. Yep. That's where that started. And Henry had a breakdown and pretty much said, I know I'm weak. Nam made me weak. And Eddie did, I mean, Henry did exactly what he needed to do to make Eddie feel sorry for him <laughs> so he wouldn't make him leave. And it's like, what, a week later, yep. Eddie was using. Yep. And then the next one... Was Henry moved up to... There's a particular word they snorting. used. Snorting. Well, 
Well, no, it was only snorting. And then... Um, Not snorting, but skin popping yeah, is the go. word they use. Skin popping. They got into another hysterical argument. Henry did the exact same thing. And... It's like this time it took a couple months, but Eddie was yeah. doing the exact same thing. Yeah, it was... Six months later, Eddie had also also had a golden arm. I like the note I took on this particular page. It fade into a drone, which never from the rocky sound of blah, 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 blah. Roland knew the story and said nothing. It was Eddie who didn't know the story. And Eddie, who was really clear-headed for the first time in maybe ten years or more. Eddie wasn't telling the story to Roland. Eddie was finally telling the story to himself. Yeah. I remember noting that. Well, noting in my head. <laughs> noting in your head. No actual notes. Yeah. But no, I liked that one. And then I also like another man less pragmatic and more introspective than Roland might have asked to himself, if not right out loud, why this one? Why this man to start? Why a man who seems to promise weakness or strangeness or even outright doom? Not only did the gunslinger never ask the question, it never even formulated itself in his mind. Cuthbert would have asked. Cuthbert died asking questions. Yeah. He was the last gunslinger, all dead but Roland. He was the last gunslinger going steadily on in a world that had grown stale and sterile and empty. Thirteen, he remembered Court saying on the day before the presentation ceremonies. This is an evil number. Um... We find out that Court was dead nine nine weeks later after his last pupils had. He died. Some say it was poison. Yes. Um. So he was the last, and perhaps he had survived because the dark romance in his nature was overset by his practicality and simplicity. He understood that only three things mattered: mortality, Ka, and the tower. Those were enough things to think about. So Such a lack of imagination, Roland. Roland has pretty much just centered himself on three little things. Yeah, he follows that to a T. And then Eddie finishes his story and kind of just laps into a silent and kind of keeps looking at Roland like, hey. Mm, he has something else to ask, for sure. Uh, so, what do you think? I think you're here. Eddie stopped, fisted hands planted on his hips. That's all? That's it? That's all I know, the gunslinger replied. You don't have any opinion on what the hell it all means? The gunslinger might have held up his subtracted right hand and said, Think about what this means, you silly idiot. But it's no more all the... Nope, it's no more crossed his mind to say this than it had to ask why it was Eddie. Out of all the people in all the universes that might exist, it's Ka, he said, facing Eddie patiently. What's Ka, Eddie's voice was... Whatever that word there. I never heard of it, except if you say it twice, it comes out with a baby's word for crap. I don't know about that, the gunslinger said. Here it means duty or destiny, 
or in the Vulgate, a place you must go to. Annie, Annie managed to look dismayed, disgusted, and amused all at the same time. Then say it twice, Roland, because words like that sound like crap to this kid. The gunslinger shrugged. I don't discuss philosophy. I don't study history. All I know is what's past is past, and what's ahead is head. The second is Ka, and take care of its and takes care of itself. Yeah, Eddie looked northward. Well, I see head is about nine billion miles of this same beach. If that's what head, Ka and Kaka are the same thing. We might have enough good shells to pop five or six more of the lobster dudes. And then Roland sees something. Or should I say Roland has seen something, but finally points it, points it out to Eddie. Who yeah. doesn't see anything. <laughs> he wanted desperately to see something, anything, even a mirage would do, but there was nothing. And Eddie's got twenty twenty vision. Yeah. It's there. I saw it an hour ago. At first, I thought it was only a mirage or wishful thinking, but it's there, all right. I don't see anything up ahead but more beach, and I got 20-20. Yeah, I got 20-20. I don't know what that means. It means if there was something there, I'd see it. But Eddie wondered. Wonder how much further than his own... How much further than his own. The gunslinger's blue bull shooter's eyes could see. Maybe a little. Maybe a lot. You'll see it, the gunslinger said. See what? We won't get there today. But if you see as well as you say, you'll see it before the sun hits the water. Unless you just want to stand here and chin jawing, that is. Chin jawing. That's, that's, <laughs> that's an interesting phrase there. Ka, Eddie said in an amusing voice. Roland nodded. Ka. Ka, Ka, Eddie said and laughed. Come on, Roland, let's take a hike. And if I don't see anything by the time the sun hits the water... You owe me a chicken dinner, or Big Mac, or anything that isn't lobster. So pretty much the sun kind of goes down, and it has that nice little arc, and finally, woo! Eddie Dean began to see the shape in the distant, in the distance, vague, shimmering, indefinable, but definitely something, something new. So what did they see? What did they see? 20 minutes later, Eddie thought he did see. 15 minutes after that, he was sure. The object on the beach was still two. What? The beach was still two. Maybe three miles away. But he knew what it was. A door. Of course, another door. <laughs> Neither of them slept. They just kept going. They, they, they laid down a bit and then just kept going. Just got up well, like an hour or so before <laughs> even the, the sun had risen. They were excited, okay? This door was exactly like the first except for what was writ upon it. The Lady of Shadows. Dun, dun, dun. So, Eddie Ooh. said softly, looking at the door which simply stood there. It stood with its graven message, real as rock and strange as starlight. So, the gunslinger agreed. Ka? Ka. Here is where you draw the second of your three? It seems so. And then it happens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course it does. Of course it does. Eddie's been doing great this entire time. <laughs> He's been biding his time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the gunslinger knew what was in Eddie's mind before Eddie knew it himself. 
He saw Eddie make his move before Eddie knew he was moving. He could have turned and broken Eddie's arm in two places before Eddie knew it was happening. But he made no move. He let Eddie snake the revolver from his right holster. It was the first time in all of his life he had allowed one of his weapons to be taken from him without an offer of that weapon having been made first. Yet he made no move to stop it. He turned and looked at Eddie equably, even mildly. Eddie's face was livid, strained. His eyes showed starry whites all around. Blah, 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 blah. Both hands, he still muzzled. Blah, blah, blah. Open it, he said. You're being foolish. <laughs> yeah, you are. The gunslinger said in the same mild voice, Neither of us has any idea where that door goes. It needn't open on your universe, let alone upon your world. For all either of us know, the Lady of Shadows might have eight eyes and nine arms, like Suvia. Even if it does open on your world, it might be on a time long before you were born, or long after you would have died. Tell you what, Mon- tell you what, Monty, I'm more than willing to trade the rubber chicken and the shitty seaside vacation for what's behind door number two. I don't understand. I know you don't. It doesn't matter. Just open the door. <laughs> So he's pretty much just has the gun pointed at him and is just keep on going. Just like, and Roland's like, you stay here. Oh, oh, (laughs) Roland's willing to bet on this one. He's like. (laughs) The wind had fallen with the break of the day and the ebb of the tide and the click of the hammer as Eddie brought it to full cock was very clear. You just try me. I think I will, the gunslinger (laughs) said. I'll shoot you, Eddie screamed. Ka. The gunslinger replied stoically and turned to the door. He was reaching for the knob, but his heart was waiting, waiting to see if he would live or die. And then the next one. Well, and that would be end of technically chapter six. The first shuffle. Because in the next part, it literally starts over again. So chapter Chapter one. one. So part two, chapter (laughs) one. Technically call well the, the, part one Lady of Shadows chapter two Detta and Odetta. Dun dun dun. Yeah, Roland is willing to bet with his life that Eddie's, Eddie's not, not going to shoot him. Well, Eddie had so many chances to already kill him, but he, he, now they're faced with a door where Eddie's kind of been waiting for this. Like, well, if well, I somewhere him in now, here he had said there might be another door. Yeah. If if you've gotten me to this world, you can probably get me out. So, and I know he probably knows that before the door only appeared when they were connected. Yeah. So I so, assume he knows the doors work the same way, or at least hopes. Yeah. Eddie, Eddie, <laughs> Eddie. And he's convinced he needs to get back to that world, even at this point. Even. Well, I guess it, it, truth, it has not been that long. No. It's only been roughly maybe a week at the most. He's been totally traveling. Yeah. And he he even says it's not it's not to get drugs. He just wants to walk around and see something that's not beach. And he wants to go get chicken. Chicken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure he does. Chicken. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. I just want to see what drugs he can find real quick. (laughs) 
and he might come back. He might. He's... Oh yeah, he said. He said. He he said he'd he'd be, he may come back. He isn't just gonna run off and leave. He'd he'd come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to stay here, Eddie, because <laughs> Roland definitely don't trust you over there. No, he just knows you're gonna run off as soon as possible. He can't keep track of you and this new person that he has to draw. He yes. can't just watch both of you. So you gotta stay right there and watch over his body. <laughs> Pretty much. Like we already know that his body is in danger if he's not in it. So, yeah, Eddie, Eddie kind of needs to stay there and babysit for a bit, which Eddie's not happy about. No, Eddie's not. I can't wait to get the next chapter now. Yay! Dada and, and Odetta. Ah, Lady of Shadows. I love, I, I love, I love finally like, getting the group together. You're like, let's just start reading it now. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready to go. This is our live reading portion. Oh, we're just going to read the whole book. <laughs> Audiobook by... Beyond Our Focus. Oh, you wouldn't... No one would want to hear us oh, read that God, I can't no. read good enough to read that book. <laughs> yeah. But the audiobooks of these, super well done. Depends on where you get them, but yes. I just mean, I, I, I like the guy who will read Oh, them. okay. Like the actual official audiobook ones that I, I really like... Enough. Official one. Oh, there is. There very much is. Interesting. Yes, and he he reads them great. He's a, he does great. I forgot what I saw. The it's kind of off topic, but um, randomly got an advertisement or something for a free Audible book or sample or whatever if you do their trial. Mm. But it was. Benedict Cumberbatch reading a Sherlock Holmes story. Oh, that would be pretty fun. So no. I was like, is it worth it? I've used my free membership once. <laughs> we went to PAX, I want to say last year, maybe? Maybe it was last year? I can't remember. Uh, we used it so we could listen to um, the, um, oh, Lordy, come on. It's based off the room. The book, um... The movie that came out with James Franco, uh, the Disaster, Disaster Artist. Artist yeah. Yes, the the movie that movie was based off the book The Disaster Artist, yeah. which was based off the movie The Room. Yeah. So I used the free Audible to get the, Disaster the book, Artist, the, yeah. the book of Disaster <laughs> Artist, and listen to that, which was really really interesting. Hmm. So we listened to that on the way over uh... to Pax. So it was it was nifty, hmm. but I enjoy audiobooks. I haven't listened to one in a while. Um, the last one I listened to was actually, it was, Stephen King has a couple anthology books, and there's one, it has one called The Chattering Teeth, which is literally the story, you know how the kids toy, they have the mm-hmm. teeth that goes, yeah, well, it's literally about this guy who finds one in like this novelty gas station kind of thing. And it's like this solid old school metal ones. And he kind of takes it with him and almost like he pretty much gets robbed or kidnapped or something. And these teeth kind of have a very gory part in it. It's it's it's, it's a pretty interesting It almost one. sounds familiar. And I've then, read a few short things by King, so. And then there's another one. I can't remember the story, but they got Kathy Bates to read it. Mm. 
But that's on the same one. Oh. I, I literally checked it out from the library. So. Yeah. I like Kathy Bates. Yeah. I haven't seen her in like a lot, a lot of stuff. But <laughs> I have seen her in, I've really enjoyed yeah, her. Yeah, of course. She's very versatile. She can play sweet. She can play funny. She can play scary as hell. Yeah. Psycho. Great actress. Ugh. Great actress. I really enjoy her. And again, I've liked her. Any and everything I've seen her in, I've enjoyed her. Yeah. So, she's really good. I liked Misery. Misery is really good. I haven't seen good. it forever. I only remember little pieces of it. Really good. I want to actually sit down and read the book. Because I don't think I have yet. We can barely get through this. <laughs> How are you going to read another book? I don't have to take notes on it. I could probably read it faster. Nah. <gasps> oh. Anyways, anyway. I think we rambled a little, a little much here at the end. But this is a shorter episode nonetheless. It was a short chapter to itself. I'm not even sure how long the next chapter is. I'm kind of curious now. Give you all an idea. There we are. Let's just jump through here. Oh, 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 oh my God. Is it really that short? What? Oh, no, no. It's just short. Okay, never mind. Hoo, hoo, hoo. I, I was thinking. It's not long, though. Is, let's pick up. Find out where we get a page number. 181 to... 206. Oh, okay. So, 25 pages. So, it'll be another short one next week. <laughs> That's okay. But that'll be fine. It'll be good for people who are trying to read with us. So they can get get some catch-up time in. All these short little chapters. And next one is also short. So, oh yeah. It's going to be like another... Well, it's like another... This one's close to 30 pages, so... Next couple are going to be short, so it'll be a little shorter videos. We've had some long ones in the past. <laughs> so Now it's just what's in the box that's super long. Well, we kind of knew that was probably going to be our longest besides this one. Mm -hmm. Because we knew this one was going to be long because we really like talking about the Dark Tower. And that's why we did this one. Yes. But what's in the box, we knew it was going to be long because it's kind of based off of normal just discussion podcasts which usually go longer because yes. it's ranting it's one topic branching off another topic and just going and going and going until it's like hey either i'm too tired and i'm gonna fall over we have work in the morning or <laughs> uh i think we've kind of ran out of things to say which when you get to friday's episode you're gonna notice that we kind of falter a bit no, towards no. the beginning I see this one will be last friday Oh, last Friday. Okay. Exactly. See, now I'm messing up. Uh, things are different now. Ah, yeah, last last Friday. Friday's episode. God, this time traveling. Yeah, it, it, We're time travelers, and it, it sucks. It's, it's weird. It's it weird. really sucks trying to podcast and time travel. It's, just, it's interesting. But, but yeah, um, we get to a point that's like, uh, for the first time in like th three or four weeks, we finally reach into the box, yeah. which we, I think, should do more often. But sometimes we just have stuff we want to talk about. Yeah. And we finally reach into the box because it starts off a little rocky and we have some great, great conversation. And I think the cool thing about it is that, I mean, this this episode being that it's coming out right after that one. Yeah, yeah. Like three days after. I, I like it because of how strong... Ka is how you figure like we've heard about Ka in the first one a little bit throughout this one he mentions it but this one is him finally explaining what Ka is and you actually fully grasping what it is and so I think that's cool being that our last what's in the box episode was literally you pulled out of the box Ka, Ka. which will be the name of the episode so yeah. 
go back. It'll be the car will be in there. Car destiny. Yes. And becoming a better person. Positivity. Positivity. All the sunshine and rain. We, we, we had fun on that one. It was a great pot. Okay, great, great, great one. Yes. But as always, you can reach me at Stars Untraveled. Reach Amanda at KZ Pup. Reach the show at Beyond Your Focus on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. YouTube and podcast services around the world, probably, maybe. As long as you speak English, I guess. Um, <laughs> um, as always, leave a like, subscribe to the channel, and um, comment down below. Let us know what you thought, if you're reading along with us, and what you, what's going on, how you're liking it. Yeah, see, if, if there's anything that, anything that really like just struck you about this chapter, be like, hey, 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 what about this? Yes, please do that. Hey, 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 Yeah, write as many hey's as you can beforehand. Why not? Oh, but I believe that is it. Please check out other shows, but unless I have anything else, or you have anything else. No, I'm good. All right. Till next time, long days and pleasant nights.